Do you listen to all the experts on podcasts and think, no wonder they're experts. They're awesome. They're smart. They're... Stop right there. You're awesome. You have a story to tell, and there really is no one like you. Fellow normal humans, Dahlia Ramahi and Jordan Dreyer share what they've learned in hopes of inspiring you to find your unique voice. This is the Blooming Voices Podcast. Go to bloomingvoices.com for more information. Now let's get to it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Blooming Voices Podcast. I'm Jordan Dreyer. And I'm Dahlia Ramahi, and we're so excited to have you here today. Yes. Um, today, to t- we're going to talk about how amazing we all are. Yes, all of us. <laughs> all of No. So I wanted to pick up on something we did in a previous episode. We began talking about the melting pot that is America. And if we want to expand the whole world, but like at least America right now, because this country is amazing because of the people, the all of these people coming from everywhere. Like there's a reason why so many inventions, like Dahlia said in the last episode, that um, so many inventions have happened here. Different, like, you know, like the phone, the Internet, like wh- whatever. It's like not just the minds of one culture in a way. It's like yeah, all these people the, coming we're together. celebrating the cultural diversity of America, which uh, some people want to unfortunately see as a bad thing. But it, but me and Jordan, Jordan, and I think it's a beautiful thing because it's what's enriched our country. It, Absolutely. It just brings, well, like, let's start simple, like with food. Like, yeah. if you wouldn't have tacos if it weren't for, like, uh, Mexico being nearby and Mexican people coming here for centuries. And, and you wouldn't have hummus and falafel. Yeah, everybody uh, loves their Arabs hummus. And the Palestinians. So, yeah. Like, 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 and everybody loves hummus. Like, you guys love it so even, much uh, the acai. that you even make chocolate hummus, which is, like, an affront. I didn't know that. But, yeah. But, like, <laughs> like, they have acai berries, and those come from somewhere in South America. Yeah. Like, people, I mean, of course, for centuries, people have been importing and exporting yeah. But, like, would you want to just have, like, you know, boring, like, corned beef? And what I mean, like, like let's not put down the people who invented well, that. I think that's Irish. No, but, but, the, the, but the point is, is that, like, we take for granted all the stuff that we have at our fingertips, at our disposal, that we get to experience, that enriches our lives, even in the simplest ways. And, um, you know, a lot of it is not just because of immigrants, but the cultural diversity of us accepting one another, respecting one another, loving one another, to be open to uh, experiencing what other people have to offer, you know? And and that's what it's about, whether it's food or whether it's um, advancements in technology, whether it's innovation, whether it's ideas and, and books that we read. Like, look how many yeah, amazing books. authors. You know, uh, we all have a hyphen in our American identity. (laughs) I don't care if you've been here uh, a year or 10 or 100 or 200. Everybody here is hyphenated. And so nobody is more American than anybody else. And I don't care what you say. If you have an American citizenship, you are 100% American. Like, you are American. If you're living in America Mm -hmm. and you're and you and you especially if you have an American citizenship, you're American. I don't care if you have an accent or if your name sounds funny or weird to some people. You're American. And that's a diversity that we are celebrating and uh, and think that's amazing because, you know, especially now, especially now with our politics and and the state of our country socially and it's just it's so it's so sad to see the hate and the rage and the anger against what actually made us great okay no but so because like one perspective changing things too 
like I think about our, you know, like certain cultures that honor their dead more than others, like we, because we just passed the dead recently, and, and like I don't know, European cultures don't really honor their dead anymore. I don't know, like not not least maybe maybe on the death anniversary of it or something, but it's not like you know in China too and, and Japan they have like these certain ceremonies for like going to the gravesite, bringing flowers, and like making that person's favorite food. Maybe that's what they do with Day of the Dead also. And also, I just yesterday I was I was at work and somebody talked about being from Argentina, and that and she was like, we never did Hanukkah because it's a summer holiday, and I was like, oh, it is summer in Argentina. That's so interesting because to everybody else it's a winter holiday, and like you like know of it because I don't know you do stuff for it in school, but like you know like we don't really do stuff for summer holidays in school because you're not in school. Like Fourth of oh. July, everybody learns about it from their parents, but you don't really do anything in school for it because you're not in school. Yeah. And so it was just that was a perspective change to be like, oh, somebody from Argentina sees Hanukkah as a summer holiday. Yeah. Like that's so funny. And exactly. even or like, like Australians with Christmas in the summer. There's a whole other part of the world that experiences life differently. Uh, uh, there's some like it's ups, it's opposite, right? And yeah. so their perspective changes and so when you're open and you allow yourself to talk to people, it's just it's so fun to hear different perspectives on life, to hear different people's life experiences. And I do, I do love being here because of that, you know, like there is, uh, I think, uh, not, I mean, I, 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 I'm not going to claim I've been to every country in the world, but the countries that I have been, it's much, much less diverse than America is overall. And, uh, you can see it in the way people interact with you in sometimes the the local cuisine that you eat and yeah. well you, when you're traveling you're traveling to absorb that culture obviously yeah that's that's a thing uh, you know when we travel but you know it's interesting to note the difference about what that lack of diversity brings in terms of your experience when you travel abroad as, yeah, especially if you're... It, it brings racism in a lot of places. And, and a lot and, of uncomfortable encounters sometimes. Yeah, yeah. or like it's yeah. hard to be yourself. Like, like I know like black people going to Asia, it's like hard to be yourself. Hard, and well, I mean, I guess it's hard to be even in America, but it's, I, it's just like we need more <laughs> diversity so people get used to each other because I don't know, yeah. like that. that's really what it is, is exposure. And, and, and I'm going to be like straight... Nobody other than a few hateful white people want to go back to the days where we were unequal. And that's the truth mm -hmm. because that sucked for everybody. Like if you get off on thinking you're better than another person because of the color of their skin or because of the way they speak a language or English, I should be more specific, or because of their name or their culture or their understanding of the world, then I'm sorry that you are the one that's lacking, not them. Because yeah. you need to feel superior to another human being instead of trying to level up in your own life, and that's pathetic. And uh, if that sounds harsh, oh well. Like I, that's I recent, that's what it is. I mean, some this is an interesting thought. Like, cause I was just I recently met someone new, and she was talking about having grown up in in a church, like one of those mega churches in Texas. And the reason she moved out here was because like she was like I was just too gay, but so like mm. she moved to L.A. But like she so it was one of those Chinese churches, and I've always had a problem with that, like the the colonial like kind of forced conversion stuff of like Africans or Asians or, or whatever. And I'm like, it's weird to see a Korean church or a Chinese church or like even like when I was in Tanzania, them going to church and like loving Jesus when they were forced to a long time ago. But she was like, 
I don't know. Like, my family doesn't see it that way. And, like, for generations, yeah. people haven't. We, I mean, maybe a long time ago it was colonialism, but now people love it. So, I mean, this is kind of a downside to perhaps, like, forced cultural, like, convergence or whatever. But in a way, this, I guess, broadens. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say that this is a good thing, but it, like, it, it does broaden well, your horizons. I mean, it, uh, I don't know. I, well, I have a I have a a thing about that. Like um, you know, to each his own. And if that's what people know, then that's what they know. And so maybe at one time they were forced to convert, like you said. But if that's their world now, it's it makes them comfortable, you yeah. know. And 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 here's the thing. It's not saying that they can't like just okay, like who cares? Like that's who that's how they grew up, and that's that's fine. Mm-hmm. But I want to take this example a little away from the religion aspect and and just something uh, more more um, recent that I experienced, right? Mm-hmm. So as you know, I am what you would call now people of global majority mm-hmm. because over eighty percent of the world is non-white, okay, and yet here we're always considered as minority or people of color. Very diminishing terminology to exp- to define who we are as people right so in our way we take that power back and say no i don't want you to call me a minority i'm pgm okay and so i actually like that because it's empowering because it doesn't make me feel less than and that's the important thing is that just because we might not be as many it doesn't mean we're less than as, as human beings and those kinds of terms are meant to make people feel less than because they're rooted in in, in, in racism they're they're rooted in bigotry it's to make it's to otherize so like learning the history of something is just as important as accepting where we're at now you know and so the idea is what I love is the PGM list that I'm part of so I always called myself Middle Eastern because that's the only term yeah. that I've ever known and I never, I, I just assumed that's what everybody, like, I, like I just took it for granted. That's all I've known. Yeah. Um, or MENA, Middle East and North yeah. Africa, when you're talking about the region of the Middle East. So recently the PGM has decided they will no longer refer to us as Middle Eastern or MENA, but we will be called SWANA, yeah, which is Southwestern and North African. Southwestern Southwest Asian. Asia, and, yeah, yeah this, uh, Southwest Asian and North African. And that still includes the region of the Middle East and North Africa. Same thing. But the term is not rooted in colonialism, which Middle East is, because, you know, when it was explained to me, I was like, oh, my God, like I, I'm an Arab and I didn't know that. Yeah. You know? Like east of what? That east it, of Europe. East of, yeah. yeah, it was Middle Eastern because Europe was a European countries mm-hmm. were huge colonizers and they colonized the whole Middle East, you know, and to them that was middle in terms of their relation because mm-hmm. the relation to where they were because they thought themselves as a center of everything. And so I just found that very empowering. And so, yes, there were some people in our PGM group who were reluctant and hesitant about the new terminology because like, well, well what if people need a Middle Eastern actor and, and they can't find it? And, and I understand those concerns, but it's true. That kind of change is hard. But uh, because we're so rooted in these um, constructs, because that's what we were born into. And so challenging them uh, is difficult. Right. So like so my whole point of this is just the dynamics like, you know, we can accept things as they are or we can see the beauty that diversity has to offer and, and question things sometimes. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I know this is a little bit different from what we were talking about earlier about the beautiful melting pot of America, but this is just another example of experiences, 
You get what I mean? Well, yeah, like, it's, it goes back to the perspective changing, too. To, exactly. Because it, 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 it brings back the people to, like, their own power to be like, uh, you know, we've come from this area. And, but um, we're all American. Like, we are not just, you know, in relation to you. We are our own people. And, yeah. like, that kind of thing is how I see it. It, it is taking back power. And, yeah, and like, like changing you know, perspective. We all introduce. We're all contributing something awesome to our country, you know. Uh, regardless of where you're originally from, or where your family is originally from, or what your last name is, we all contributing something beautiful to it. That's what makes America a really awesome country. Yeah, even and like I know, even if it sometimes doesn't feel like that because of politics. Like because you know? some, somebody once broke down the cheeseburger. And they were like the bread, the lettuce, the tomato. Like, where which countries do these all come from? And like this exactly. idea of putting cheese on meat, and stuff like that. That um, that the that the cheeseburger is not American, as you would think. I can't remember yeah. what exactly what it was each thing, but like it was just funny and interesting. Yeah, I mean, come on, guys, we're all immigrants. Even even the first people from Europe to to uh, colonize America, they were immigrants too, and they were escaping their own forms of persecution as well, or tyranny or whatever. So it's no different. Just because those people experienced it hundreds of years earlier, and there are people experiencing it now, it's it's no different. People all want a better life, and they all want to come here. And when they when a lot of people come here, they want to embrace life here. Yeah. And I think it just depends on how inviting we are as a nation that allows them to assimilate. Do you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, I mean, I I just had a, like a bad thought that was this not it would be going down another thing, but like uh, I was recently listening to the C- this lady from the CIA talking about how civil wars start, and she was like, "It's never actually you would think it would be like the the put down people that would start it, but no, it's always the people who were on top, and now their power is diminishing who start mm-hmm. the civil war." Uh, Yeah, I mean, look who tried to start a civil war in our own country. Yeah, because she was talking about that's what it was. She was talking about losing it. She was talking about how the CIA has to investigate other countries to be prepared for who's going to go to war, but they're not allowed to investigate America. But yet she can see the signs in America, and she was pointing them out and stuff like that. Oh, that's interesting. But so like. Yeah, like the people coming here, the the put down immigrants, like they're not going to start a war. They just want life and yeah. and like to enjoy and and do and work hard. And like I'm helping to resettle some Ukrainians right now as part of like a group. And like yeah, they just want to, you know, like they have some nursing background. They just want to work and help and be like safe here. Yeah, most people just want what everybody else wants. I mean, not most I think it's pretty universal. Everybody wants to thrive. Everybody wants a secure life. They all want financial freedom. They all want, uh, like stability, like stability and safety. Uh, those aren't wrong things to want. No, and like you, so, if you already had that, and now it's diminishing because of other people, like then I don't know. Think about it and be like, no, it's not diminishing at all. You still have what you have, and if you don't, it's because you're not going out looking for jobs and you're not working and you're not growing or something. Okay, and then let's put it in a more blunt way. If you have the life that you have and you know it's not being hurt in the least, but you're being told it is, you're following propaganda. Yeah. Pure and simple. Something else is driving what you're experiencing and it ain't the immigrant next door. That's not stealing your jobs. That's not 
bringing illegals over, uh -huh. that's not trying to occupy this country. It's something else going on with you. And I would hope that you would reflect on that if you are that person who happens to come across this podcast and listening to it. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I do. it's like, yeah, we're, we're often preaching to the choir. <laughs> like exactly. the, pe the people that I want to affect most, even if, you know, even if I was to write a book sometimes, because I really want to change the world. But I'm like, even if I did that, the people that I want to change are the ones that are le least likely to read and yeah. or like listen to anything that's not Fox News. Well, yeah, because we've become very tribalist in our um, in our in our ways. Like I like I mean, like who yells out terrorist to a girl wearing a scarf? You know I what know. I mean? Like in 2022, like get a life, lady. You're such a loser. And I hope that this lady comes across this podcast at one time and realizes what a loser she was for doing that. Like it was so hateful. OK, there it is so unnecessary. And that says more about your own hatred and your own state of inner turmoil than it does about me or my friend or anybody else. Yeah. Like, I know like, I like that hate is in you. It's 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 not because of us or, or or us existing. You're just a hateful person, and I would hope that you would reflect on that if you are like that. If you hate people just because I know because it would be like going and doing that to the white men and being like every one of you a terrorist, exactly. like just for being white. And oh my gosh, I there were so many things I wanted to say, but. You know what? It was just better at that moment to take the high road. She was so insignificant and she's not she's like a stranger. Like I realized I was worthy more of than getting into it with her for the sake of my friend because she's not worth my time. Like why would I want to expend my energy? Mm -hmm. And that in itself says a lot about me because I could have gone down that road and be like, "What'd you say?" You know what I mean? But it's unnecessary. Yeah, it's like, the it's the Michelle Obama like when yeah. they go low, we go high. So exactly, exactly. I, even though sometimes you wish you I know could go you lower, want but to, you don't want to. You yeah, want to put about, them in their place, but but if you live your life a certain way, like I live my life a certain way, going low would never make me feel good. Yeah. Like I'm not that kind of person, and so it might you might have that gratification in that moment, but then what next? Like what comes after that? You know? Yeah, that's true. So anyway All right, so. yeah so i love diversity my takeaway is that let's embrace it like we have so much beauty here and we're so we are so lucky because we are really unlike any other country in the world and you know i don't know about you but i can go to any store and find like um, ethnic cuisine or grocery stores yeah. local to a certain country or region and I know you guys all like to try different types of foods and we are so lucky that there are places where you can go get ingredients to try those different foods and experience Spices. the richness of different cultures so yeah. that's my takeaway yeah and I was gonna to say the, the a thing about languages too like because sometimes in English we don't have the word like I've been recently using and I introduced this word you know huga. It's, yeah, it's yeah. like Norwegian for like comfort mm -hmm, yeah. and like, but you can't really yeah. define it in English. And it's yeah. like, so we have access to, I mean, of course the internet, we can get languages from across the internet, whatever. But mo since most of them are here in America, it's like people around me use Spanish on a daily basis who are not like Spanish speakers otherwise. And like, we have all these words to help um, define our lives that are not just English, for instance. Exactly. And so I, I just want to say one thing about the Hugo lifestyle. It's very popular, and it was very popular, especially a few years back. It exploded everywhere, you know what I oh. mean? Um, uh, especially during the That's pandemic. That's funny, because I've only like heard it, like, in this last year. Oh, yeah, no, well, maybe, like, in your area, but, like, it's been big here for a while. And, uh, uh, like, that w is a foreign concept. 
like the the to live the Hugo lifestyle is 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 not a it's not an American thing. Uh-huh. But yeah, Americans have embraced it. The people that are, found it appealing, and that's a beautiful thing. But just because that comes from a predominantly white culture doesn't make it uh, any better or or not than you know. Uh, adopting something from like India or China or the Middle East or, or, or somewhere in South America. Like it, things appeal to different people. So there's no superiority here anywhere. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like Americans want to embrace the things that make them feel good. And it's not always a uniquely uh, uh, American thing. It, it, it is important. And so because it's important, you embrace it. So if you can embrace that, then have the decency if you don't, to respect and cherish and appreciate the people that also bring it to you who identify as American. That's mm-hmm. all I want to say. Yeah. Amen to that. Yeah. <laughs> Diversity is important. Yeah. And so is seeing it in the media and listening to it and everything like that. Absolutely. Oh, guys, thank you so much. I really, I love, you know, talking about how we can all be connected. And speaking of connected, you can find us on bloomingvoices.com. And Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> Exactly. And you can and email, us email us at yeah. bloomingvoicespodcast at gmail.com. Okay, guys, until next time, thank you so much thank for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye. That's our show. Didn't get enough of the twins? Go to bloomingvoices.com for more information and let us know what you thought of the episode. Twitter, Instagram, email, we've got the works. We'll see you next Wednesday.